What's it like dating my wife, by the way? <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> they spend all day every day. They get wake up and they go somewhere together and they're gone all day. Are you serious? Just the two of them. And bike ride, go to a park. They go play Pokemon Go all over the fucking world. <laughs> Who's poking you? Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Dweez Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins. Welcome to the show. Your football fantasy here. Uh, we are jumping into a really exciting part of the year. It's rankings season. I got Bullfrog and the Big Wiz both on the couch with me today. You guys ready to rank some running backs? Done, my friend. Just like Ron Jeremy. Hardest day of my life. Yep. <laughs> Took a Viagra. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, it's running back show, but before we get to that, just <clears throat> one piece of news. This week in football. Tyreek Hill met with the NFL investigation team just a couple days ago. Somebody said somewhere that there's a four-game maximum penalty he might be looking at, and that's it. They haven't decided anything yet. Bullfrog told me earlier I was wrong about that. Yeah, the the thing I saw about the four games was just that it was like a question. I was like, is that going to be the maximum four games? Question mark. I don't think there's much to be in. I don't think there's much decided yet. I think we have some ways to go. He's going to be suspended for at least 10 games. Yeah, but I don't. Who knows? AP was out the whole year, wasn't it? You keep bringing back AP as the what, example. What's, what's going to change? Well, there was there. Were, he didn't. AP didn't deny it. There was incontrovertible didn't evidence. Ty, there's there's audio evidence of him threatening his his girlfriend. Threats. Yes. Zeke Elliott. His case was never. I don't think he was never charged with anything. He got six games. That is correct. Not for lack of evidence. The lady just decided. Yeah, she didn't want to do it. <clears throat> well, this kid's got a broken arm. She got paid. It's interesting. We'll see. It's a fine line. We all thought it was over. It's not over. That's the whole point. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. You did nothing. I did so much. You were away for work, sitting, jerking off in the hotel room for how many hours a day? You couldn't find a single stat of the week? I didn't get to jerk off once. Both to share a room? Mm -hmm. With a lady? No, we shared a, a condo. Oh. So my one co-worker and his wife came. So he had the, oh, the master suite. Vacation he out of it. Wife, and then, uh, and then yeah, myself, the other coworker. I got the tiniest bed I've ever slept in too. It was nice. A little twinner. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's tiny. Well, you're a little man. You <laughs> fit fine. Let me tell you something. You roll over once, you're kind of off the edge. You roll over back, you're off the edge. Yeah, pretty tiny. I have a stat of the week. What you got? Between the years 2007 mm-hmm. and 2017. Mm-hmm. More Americans were killed by lawnmowers than terrorists. Ooh. Fun fact. Anyway. Is that worldwide? Uh, that's why I said Americans. Americans. Is it worldwide? Americans throughout the whole entire world. Hmm. Yeah. More lawnmowers, huh? More lawnmowers than terrorists. Interesting. I do think we should spend more country, more money as a country fighting terrorism, though. I almost thought you weren't going to bring up Trumpy today. I didn't. You kind of did. You did. Matthew Barry, he put out his 100 facts today. 
You guys ever read that little article? <laughs> no, do you want to give us one? You want a little stat? A couple stats? Yeah. Just stealing from Matthew Barry Steal. himself. The there you go. From week nine on last season, which quarterback led the NFL in deep completions per game? Was it Patty? Deep. Nope. Was not Patrick Mahomes. <sighs> week nine on. What's considered deep completion? 20? 20? Probably 20. Would that be Josh Allen? Very close. Give me the other flip of the coin off that fucker. Excuse me? Flip the coin on the other end of that fucking deal. Josh Allen, flip it, goes to... What are you saying? (laughs) You got real excited about that guess. Of your bet. Flip the coin to the other Baker, side. Baker Mayfield. Baker fucking Mayfield. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So Josh Allen might not have actually been a close guess. Yeah, but, you know. Baker Mayfield, deep balls. <laughs> he goes on here, also says that uh, since 04, only s- there have been six instances in which a quarterback threw for 40-plus touchdowns in one season and was not hurt the following season. All six of them regressed. The next sure. season. Oh, okay. That was the whole That's what you were getting yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course they fucking regressed. 40 yeah. touchdowns is a lot of touchdowns. So, the Patrick Mahomes show, you know, we talked about that a while ago. You guys, you asked the percent. Like How many did he throw? That he did he throw lead. 50, though? 50. So, he can regress to 44. Yeah. yeah, he probably would still lead the league, huh? Yeah, he's still my number one. We'll get there when we get to quarterbacks. And now for more dumb shit I heard this week. Uh, this one comes from Bullfrog. He shared this with me. And I think I'll share it with you people. In Texas, there's a substitute teacher, long-term sub, was with the school for a while, just got fired for filming a porn in the classroom. Who are the students there? No students so, were involved. What's so, I don't, what's so bad about that? I mean, like, if there's anything in there that tells you where it was, that's interesting. But the coolest part about this whole story, the best part is, which shocked me, and I don't, I guess it shouldn't in today's age of, of the uh, feminist revolution. This is a lady teacher. My guess is that when you hear a teacher was making a porn in the classroom, you'd think it's a dude, right? Yeah, you would think it's a dude. It's a lady. She got fired. Imagine that. She just got railed on camera in her classroom, and Texas didn't like it. She was she's dirty, and she likes being dirty. I wish I, I couldn't find a picture. I tried uh, to find a picture. Of um, one of the grossest teacher stories was the uh, was it the, the male teacher who who forced his his students to like spoonfuls of a sperm. Ooh, remember that one? Remember that one? <laughs> I don't remember that one. Oh, look that one up. That was what? Like, yeah, look that one up. Was this in Florida? I think it was in California. Or Ohio. Ohio's battling Florida lately. That's hilarious. That's fucking disgusting. You got any more details? Like the kids know what it is? Because he says, here's a spoonful of my jizz fucking eat it. It was like they were young as hell. That was the disturbing part. They were like first and second grade or something. Was he mixing it into their milk at nap time? I don't fucking know, but that was disgusting. Okay, let's get into our rankings. We've put this off long enough. Time for the main event. We are going to... Rip through, we're thinking the top 15 running backs on our consensus rankings today. We'll tell you who they are. If one of the three of us has has one of these guys significantly different from the rest, uh, we'll stop for a moment, tell you why we ranked said player, where we ranked them. 
I'll just have a little bit of a discussion about these guys, conversation about these guys. The next time you hear from us, which will be in two weeks, we're going to do running back 16 through 30. That's probably all we will do. We'll post our top 50 rankings on the website as early as tomorrow and as late as, I don't know, August. We'll see how lazy I get here over the next bit. Les Wiz, you want to do it for us? Please. You're welcome to. For the next six weeks, I will be the only one that's working out of the, out of the three of us. Six weeks? Yeah. No, I got at least two and a half weeks before I sell my company. And then you won't be working. Yes, I will. For that company. Oh. If you guys want any sneak peeks at these projections, I'm throwing some out on Twitter. Twitter. Oh, yeah. At Every day. YFF the Bullfrog. You Every may, day. You may remember last year, listeners... Dewey's Nuts here went through and statted out every player in the fucking league. Uh, and that's how I came up with my rankings. The Bullfrog has decided to jump on the gravy train this year, and, and you did it as well. I think you statted out more running backs than I did so far. Uh, we'll see We'll see if you can stick to it all the way through the quarterbacks, receivers, and tight ends. It gets a little tiresome when you get to the tight ends because nobody gives a fuck. Is there any equation that you guys are using? That's what I'd like to know. We're going player by player. No, I just want to know when you're computing your stats and you're computing your stats, I just would like to know. No, there, there is no single equation because every player, every team, every <clears throat> coaching situation, player history is point. all different. So we go through, at least I do, go through and look at all those factors for each player, think about age of the player uh, and try to put it all together uh, to determine, you know, what is your opportunity going to be? You know, from there, I say, like, with the running backs, what's the likely yards per carry average for the guy? That sort of thing. We go from there. Yeah, I mean, my, my baseline was the, the carry, the rushing attempts from the previous season. Mm-hmm. Then I went back and checked the head coaches, the offensive coordinators. You know, if those were the same, then I wasn't going to change the numbers too much. But obviously, if you had all new components, then you know I, I could have bumped the numbers up or down depending on how I felt the new situation was going to play. Then I looked at how the carries were spread out. You know, how many carries did quarterbacks get? How many how many running backs got carries? Receivers did they get 15, 20, 30 total carries? And then I just kind of took my percentages guess is, and projected them out to the new the new running backs that were there. My guess is that you listened to our coaching changes episodes that you weren't on when you were doing this to make sure that you had the new coaching situations right. Uh, yes. There you go, good boy. All right, you guys ready to dive in? Yep. Hammer away, man. There is so much energy in this studio today, listeners. I wish you could be here. It just feels alive. All right, number one, our number one consensus running back. Uh, This is a guy that only one of the three of us has ranked at number one. That's you, Bullfrog. It is Saquon Barkley. He's sort of the consensus number one across most platforms. I think he's the ADP number one right now as well. I've got him as number two. So do you, Wiz. You want to give me two sentences why you think he's the best back in the league this year, Froggy? Uh, I mean, opportunity, I think, is going to be creeping out of his orifices. I just think he's going to be fed till he can't uh, take any more feeding. And we've seen the talent that uh, he's probably the most talented running back in the NFL. So you put those two things together, I don't see how it can be a and bad opportunity. A bad Any concern spot. about how bad that offense is? No, because I don't think they will be any worse than they were last year, even though Odell's gone. Sure. I mean, because he's that. the guy that can take it for 70. We saw it. He had 50 yards going into the fourth quarter against the Jags. Oh, there goes a 70-yard touchdown. I there did, you go. Uh, Fantasy, great day. I had a, a, a weird – when I was doing this, I, I took – 
the team totals and I lowered all the offensive team totals. But then I also took his opportunity share and that went up almost proportionally. So even though the team's going to be worse, I think he's going to have the ball more because they lost weapons on the team. There's nobody to pass the ball to outside of Saquon Barkley. So it kind of leveled out for me. I have him as number two. Our number two consensus rank, uh, I've got him at number one, which shocked me after I finished all my stats. That would be Alvin Kamara. Bullfrog's got him sitting at number two. And the big whiz put him down at number four. Is that a knock against him, or is just are, are these top four guys pretty much all neck and neck for you? Yeah, uh, the top four guys are the exact... I'm not sure how much you actually split them apart. Uh, McCaffrey, I just I think he's an all-around back. And you would, McCaffrey is going to stay in the goal line. I will be interested to see if Kamara, what what happens in that goal line situation. How much? I, so that's when the I, only... I mean, honestly, that's the only reason why he's not ranked higher for me is because... The, the top four in my mind, Elliot Barkley, McCaffrey, and Kamara, he's the only one that might get spelled. You're giving away our, you're, you're tipping oh, yeah. our hand. I did, when I went through my, my stats, I did give Latavius Murray some of those goal line works. He ended as a 43 for me, not super high, but there's just so many, I just feel like Kamara's going to score so the many fucking good touchdowns. good thing about Kamara, I, I got him at 16 total touchdowns. Well, the O-line supposedly is one of the better O-lines, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I gave Murray five touchdowns. Taysom Hill probably picks up uh, yeah. a few. Shit, Drew Brees had four last year. Yeah, Drew Brees likes to sneak him over from close That's range. That's the only reason why I, I, I didn't admire. I think, uh, but I, I, I think I, if I remember, Kamara had though. had eleven last year. He had fourteen on the ground, fourteen and four on the in ground. the air. Oh, I have. I gave him eleven this year because I think that comes down a little. But bit. But he was also. I mean, but like what, seven or six, eight of those are in the yes, yeah, six yeah, games, half of those almost. Yeah, before Ingram, before Ingram came back, so. But you can't think Murray's going to get no, quite the win. No. So. no. All right, so you already tipped our hat at the next four. We all we all have the same top four guys, just a little shuffled, right? So we have uh, Barkley's our one, Kamara's our two. Our consensus number three is Zeke and uh, Christian McCaffrey at the number four. And again, we all have those four guys as our top four. That's to me a pretty pretty cut and dry tier that's, break. That's tier one. That is tier one. Any one of those fucking four guys uh, is bound to be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I don't care how you put him in here. And, th- you know, this is not going to be our final rankings. It's our initial rankings. Should those four shuffle around, I- I'm not going to be terribly shocked. By I this. do have one quick question for you guys. Yep. Why do you guys not have Elliot higher, considering the stat we talked about last week? It's touchdowns. Yep. Yeah, but... He- because we he scored he's, six on the I ground last week. is most. Yeah, he's never scored ten on the ground. It's just not Dak, a thing that happens. Dak, six, takes, Dak six, takes too many. So, so, so that, that's consensus. Is that, is that Dak steals too many of those? I had, but could he? Could he go for fourteen on the ground? Yeah, then I mean, he's the only running back who had three hundred carries. So here, yeah. yes, he in my stat breakdown, I have him again as the only running back with three hundred carries. I've got about fourteen hundred yards. That's almost two hundred yards better than the next and best. He, and he got receptions last year. And I've got him as five hundred receiving yards next year, but. Only 11 total touchdowns. Nine on the ground, two through the... And the touchdowns are what has ki- killed him in the past. I think he's going to be production-wise, yardage-wise, far and away the best. He'll be the, he'll be the rushing leader. Easy. It's just the touchdowns. It's what it comes right. down to. And, Ian, I'd be fine with anybody taking him number one. Absolutely. Because he's probably safer than the other guys. And one of, any one of these four guys... You take Man. him number one, I'm not going to be mad Yeah, whatever you. you feel. You know, if you I know those top four guys. One, who do you guys think is... It, who is the riskiest? McCaffrey. You think so? I think McCaffrey's the riskiest. Yeah, he had a he was on the field one hundred percent of the snaps last year. 
He's riskiest because, and I know he's bulked up, whatever, but he's the smallest guy out of this group. He's a, he's not a huge dude. Has he picked up weight? Um, he, oh, he did. All muscle. He just bulked up, which sometimes slows down those quick guys. Well, all the other thing, I remember... Uh, Look, Cam, Cam Newton's healthy again. He's going to take over some of that goal line rushing work again, I think, this year. I, I think CMC. The only thing I've heard when, when people pick up weight, you know, it's all relative. Um, when running backs have done it in the past, Steven Jackson tried doing it once, and their body breaks down faster. Okay. Yeah, I actually think Kamara might be the riskiest. I mean, he he fell quite a bit in efficiency from rookie year to year two, sure. uh, and he got more volume. So, again, if you continue to give him more I, I think Peyton might be like, you know, let's let's keep him at the kind of mid volume level so he can be a little more explosive in games. Let's <clears throat> let's give Murray all those grinder carries, and I, you know, I could see that happening where he's not a huge volume guy, but he's still going to score you a lot of points. But the thing you love about Kamara Cam- watching him is, you know, and and I know it just uh, doesn't just come down to like getting hurt or whatever. But Alvin Kamara is one of these running backs that never it never seems to get hit. Like, you see him running all over the field, he never gets hit, right? Le'Veon Bell, part of the reason he was so good for so long in Pittsburgh, nobody ever hit him. He never got. He never took a big hit. Camaro's one of those guys who just avoids taking big hits. I like that. I like Barkley. Yeah, Barkley. Barkley gets get punished yeah, a little bit. Barkley's got the size to handle most all right, of them. All right, let's move on outside our top four. This is a pretty big tier break and some surprises I think we'll see here. Our number five consensus running back is James Conner. He is my number five running back in, in the rankings. And again, he's a guy that really shocked me. I did not expect to see him that high. Wiz, you've got him at number seven. Bullfrog, you have him ranked all the way down at number 11. Do you want to tell us a little bit about why you like him less than us? Uh, let's see what I got here. Yeah, I've, I've got him projected at 225, uh, 225 carries at 4.5 per, per tote for 1,012 yards. 10 touchdowns on the ground, 55 catches for 467 and 2 on the ground. It still puts him at 12, 12 overall scores, uh, 247 points and a half point PPR. So really it's the yardage. Yeah. I don't see him being quite as effective in his yards per carry and yards per reception as maybe he was last year. Um, you know, maybe a few more guys in the box, maybe a little guys closer to the box with uh, Antonio Brown out of the picture, Big Ben getting older and older. Uh, they they have Samuels. He might steal some of the reception love. They drafted Benny Snell. Reports are they're pretty high on him already. Uh, he might steal a little bit of the love. But we know Tomlin usually likes to feed the beast, so we'll see. I don't know. One guy. So I'm just, you know, Last year, before the season, we weren't very high on Connor, I That's guess. True. So I guess I just haven't fully bought in. But, you know, he could easily prove me wrong. He looked great with the ball. And a couple of the reasons you just listed are the reasons I ended up having him so high. Because A.B.'s gone. Because Ben's getting older and a little more hurt. I have his opportunity coming up even higher than it was last year when he was in there. I'm going to say this right at the outset. He is going to drop by my end of season, end of offseason rankings, my final rankings, just because... I gave everybody 16 games. I don't think there's plenty of guys on here that are going to get hurt, and I'll end up taking some of their numbers away in my stats. And James Conner's probably a, a fair risk at getting hurt, but his opportunity is just through the roof. I am at seven because of a Antonio Brown being gone. Those those receptions are going to go somewhere. I can't imagine Big Ben isn't Big Ben's not the guy that used to sit in the backfield for seven steps and just take hit, ever hit, and still get rid of the ball. I think he's gonna get rid of the ball a bit quicker, a little bit faster. That's gonna be more dump offs. Yeah. 
I guess one big question is going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Last year, they only had 345 carries as a team. 345. Zeke yeah. had 344. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, are they going to become more of a running team without Brown there? Are they going to stick to just Big Ben dropping back and chucking 50 times? I cannot times? imagine that's what they would do. We'll see how good their defense is, I guess. That's going to be a tough division. Yeah. All right, number six here. Uh, this is the guy that I expected to be my number five when I started this process. That's David Johnson. He is my number six. He is our consensus number six. We're all pretty close right there on him within a couple of rankings. He's a guy in ADP who's flying up the boards right now. We've talked about Arizona to death. Probably not going to win a ton of games, but you can. there's going to be some fantasy studs here. To me, DJ's one of them. Yeah, I am at nine. Um because I think he, the lowest out of us, uh, the lowest. I just think out of all the people, he I mean, this whole tier of players to me are all very similar. So to me, he he was just fitting in fitting that spot. To be honest with you, I was a little surprised when I was doing my stats. You know, looking at career long yards per carry, David Johnson does not have a great YPC. Like he's he hovers right around four yards, whereas some of these other guys. You know, Kamara, Barkley are five, four point eight five yards per carry, right? Zeke's four point six yards per carry. It was a little bit surprising. Johnson's only at four. His catch percentage is also a lot lower than you would expect of somebody who is quote unquote a stud receiver um, coming out of the backfield. Does he have any advantage because he's the freshest player? Super fresh legs. Super fresh. Yeah, man. I mean, it's crazy to once you get past the first four. The ceiling to floor gap increases so much. Like, mm-hmm. DJ could finish a top three guy. Could he? Oh, yeah. No. Potentially? No. You don't think so? I do. Uh, with these names on the board, there's no way in hell. But he could also finish his team. His team's not good enough. His team's fantasy. We don't know, though. Fantasy like, what if they enough. just come out and be Sean Payton, like you said, to fucking about Zach Taylor? What if? <laughs> what if? You know? I don't have that much faith in Ryan, I don't either, in Ryan but Gosling could it happen? It there. could. <laughs> what if he had 100 catches and fucking 250 carries? You don't think he could be top three? No. Who, who's the only... There's only, what, two running backs have had 100-plus receptions? Forte. Forte's had, one of them. And Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey last year. I think, yeah, it was just those two. But, I mean, could happen in that offense. If I mean, I only have him at 76 catches. But it's good enough to put him at number six right. for me. What I have, let me let me see how many catches I put him in. Uh, I mean, I only had him ranked at what I put him on the eight hole. Um, with how many catches this year? Sixty. You know, so I didn't even think he was going to get any close to a hundred. But I'm saying, could he? Could, could he good. creep up there? Well, I, I think your point is. I take your point well, and that's to say that in this tier two, <laughs> yep. like David Johnson is the one out of out of the, this handful of guys right here in our consensus. Um, Maybe because well, he's done it before, yeah, I guess. I feel you know? that, yeah. So that gives him a little nod. Well, this next guy I kind of like, too. Number seven on our consensus ranks is Melvin Gordon. We loved Melvin Gordon coming into last season. Coming out of last season, he was still a stud. Even though he was hurt, missing time, maybe he'll be back. I've got him down here at number ten. Wiz, you got him up there at five. I think you're the highest on him. Seven, do you want to tell us a little bit about your love for Gordon? Gordon's love, I would tell you, he's still the all-around back. I, he's 26 years old, so he hasn't, he's, he's. I think he's, he should be getting a little bit slower. I think 24.9 is where they typically produce the most points. A lot of knee issues last year. We'll see if any of that lingered. It kind of lingered all year last well, he, year. But I feel like, what I don't like about Gordon, and you said before, like Kamara, Gordon takes hits. He gets punished a lot. 
However, I still like that offense. The offense is still going to put up points. Um, I don't see a reason why Gordon won't get, he won't, he's going to finish in this five, six, seven category again. I don't see how. I mean, does anyone have him outside the top 10? I guess is my, I have him you, at, you 10. at 10. I'm the lowest. And the reason I have him at 10 is <clears throat> I have everybody on this offense regressing a little bit because this offense was outstanding last Super year. Super efficient. Everybody, everybody's numbers on this offense were higher by a good margin than they were in years past. So I think it's all going to just kind of regress a little bit. I think Eckler's made, carved himself out a role on that team. Not that he's going to be taking a ton of work, but they're going to use him. They're going to mix him in because he's been really effective. I actually didn't think Eckler was that impressive. I thought it was the other running back, Jackson, that was a little better. Austin Eckler ran 5.2 yards per carry this last season. Well, again, Scored five or six it, receiving it, touchdowns. In very interesting spots, right? I mean, like he's, he's not he's not ground and pound. He's not, right. he's not getting the opportunity that some of these other guys are doing. But uh, points taken. Yeah. Uh, Any yes, he's a top he's a top ten guy. He's another one of those another one of those tier two running backs that could be. He, he's fine. He's fine. Um, let's look at number eight. Here's the name that you've heard on the show. Uh, it is Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is our consensus eight. I've got him down at thirteen. Wiz, you had him sitting at eight. And of course, if you've listened to the show at all before, you know that the Bullfrog loves him. Has him sitting at five. I'll just go ahead sh- shower this man with your with your man love. <laughs> Uh, I, I just think they're, you know, year two, year two with Kirk Cousins behind the helm there. They're going to be a better offense. Uh, their offensive coordinator who interim last season, the last three games, put up 41 points, put up 27, and then in their final game that didn't mean much, they had 10 points. Uh, but Stefanski. Yes, Kevin Stefanski. Yes. Uh, I just, I'm a believer in Cook, man. I'm a truther. If that's what you want to fucking call it, Twitter. Uh. He's he's my guy. I'm trying to get a trade for him in my keeper league. I'm giving up Melvin Gordon to get Cook. Mm. That's what trade. I believe that Cook can outscore Gordon this year. Cook is never. I, I can't see him ever getting eight guys in the box. With with both those receivers, there's the likelihood that he gets stacked boxes. Yeah, I mean here's here's what I'm projecting him at: 260 carries at a 4.8 average. For 1,248 yards, go to go along with 60 catches for 480 yards, 10 on the ground, 2 in the air, that's 12 touchdowns, puts about 274 uh, half-point PPR points, which locked him in in the 5-hole. Uh, I mean, that would do it. That feels very generous. How many carries did he have last year? How many catches well, did he have last year? How many touchdowns did he have last year? Well, he only played year? about half the season last year. Uh, I've got about 250 who else do they have to get carries? Madison? Fuck him. The, the, trash everybody in camp keeps saying Alexander Madison is, ah, is of course they are. doing shit They out need there. them He's to gonna feel be good. good about their team. Uh, he was drafted to replace Latavius Murray as a guy that can't... Two things. He can take some work inside the five... And he can come out and catch the ball while he's in there, so it's not a it's not a dead giveaway like Murray might have been in the past. So last year in ten starts, Cook had 133 carries. So that that's only at 13.3. I think I had him at like maybe 16 or 17 carries a game. But there's that's... a large split when Stefanski takes over in week 15 here, 15, 16, 17. I don't think there's a big carry split. In uh, one of those games, Cook he had, had Cook, a big Cook, ass Cook went for game. at least 100, 100 yards in each one of those games. Prior to that, he only went for three or 14 weeks. And in those same games, he had 40 catches in those 10 starts. That's four That's four a pop. 
four times sixteen, yep. doing some quick math, that's sixty four care or sixty four catches, buddy. Math, math teacher. So, I mean, I think he's going to have a nice all purpose. And again, he's a good player on what should be a pretty good offense. Yeah, I mean, I like him. I definitely don't. I don't hate him. I feel like your numbers are a little bit inflated. The four point eight per carry for two hundred and sixty carries. That's a high average for that. His career average is 4.7. Yes, but with significantly less than 260 in a game. right? The more carries you get, the lower your yards per carry tend tend to go. We'll see. I I can't wait to hear the bet, uh, to see see that bet go down between you and the Doc, which apparently is going to happen in a couple of weeks. Is that Cook versus Mixon? It's going to end up being Cook versus Mixon. What else would it be? In our consensus rankings, Dalvin Cook has taken that nod. Number nine here, this is another guy that surprised me when I statted him out. Um, it's Carrion Johnson. You know, I've said a couple of times on the show, I'm a little bit concerned. I think the Carrion Johnson low is a little bit overblown. But he is nine in our consensus rankings. I have him at eight. Uh, so I, at my, my statistics say, believe, and a lot of that came down to what we talked about last week. Daryl Bevel is coming in here. He wants to run the ball. Carrion Johnson is just a better player. Uh, than uh, C.J. Anderson. He's going to get a lot of love. What do you guys have? But you said that C.J. has concerned you since the moment he got there. Yeah, and and I'll tell you in a minute how I statted those two out. Where do you guys have? I have carry on at 12. I have him at 9, right at the consensus, right close to you. Yeah, so I only have carry on getting 227 carries, which, I mean, that's that's a lot, but it's not, it's not blow your mind. It's not 260. Um, and I got C.J. Anderson getting 104, which is which is pretty good for a guy coming in to spell him. But it doesn't matter. I mean, carry on Johnson, to me, when I was doing this, he's good enough. I got him at 4.6 to carry, puts him over 1,000 yards. I got him at about 500 receiving yards because C.J. Anderson's not going to do that. Total of nine touchdowns between the two. Uh, as I put it together, I couldn't, I couldn't take any more away from the kid. He's just that talented. Anything else to say about carry on? Or should we go to the next guy? Our our favorite yeah, topic. Yeah, it's the next one. Froggy, why don't you why don't you state it for us? Hey, tell us who is our consensus. And coming in at number ten, two slots behind Mr. Cook is Joe Mixon. Motherfucking Mixon. We love to talk about some Joe Mixon. I've talked about him enough. I ranked him nine. Wiz I... ranked him ten. Bullfrog ranked 14. him fourteen. Which, by the way, is the fuck nine is wrong with points lower. Nine points lower than your Dalvin yeah, Cook. Can you explain that one? Well, I can explain my projections if you'd like to hear them, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. New head coach, new offensive coordinator, their number one draft pick, Mr. Williams, goes out with a shoulder injury for the season. Offensive lineman that they were trying to boost their offensive line with. Takes a little bit of hit to his um, let's see, how could I word this? I think it just basically limits his ceiling. I don't think it necessarily takes his stat line down from, uh, like, I don't think it necessarily hits his overall value, but it definitely limits what he could potentially do. So I, I put him at 265. Pretty good amount of carries. You were just saying 260 is a big number, so you got to say 265 is a great number. I also have more carries than Cook. At four and a half yards per pop. For about twelve hundred care for about twelve hundred yards, eight touchdowns on the ground, forty five catches for three hundred and thirty seven yards and two scores for a total of ten touchdowns. That scores at two thirty five. Again, guys, we're talking, you know, from Cook to 
from cook to mixin was how many points on the, my actual rankings was like 30 fantasy points. So, you know, from my five hole to my 14 hole was 30 points. So you say... So that whole group is just a fucking mutt of shit that could bounce around a little bit. But I'm a much more believer in Cook than I am in Joe Mixon. It sounds like the big difference for you between these two is the yards per carry. Efficiency, You got Cook at 4.8. You got Mixon at 4.5. And you said, hey... Cook's career average is 4.7, so he has to get 4.8. Last year, Mixon, with 240 carries, had a 4.9 yards per carry. Are you saying the loss of a rookie tackle that wasn't even there last year is going to dip his average by half a yard? I'm saying as as his first year, he was a 3.5. 178 carries, always hurt. Well, less carries means a higher (laughs) average, correct? Isn't that what you said? I I said the more you go, the harder it is to keep up. He's a career 4.3 guy again. I'm not. I'm not. I, Joe Mixon's a fine running back. I don't think he's special. Uh, Gio, Gio's still around. He's going to take a lot of reception Who? work. Giovanni Bernard, I think, is going to steal some of those receptions. Oh, good God. I didn't even stat Gio Bernard out. I don't know. I, this is just what I got, guys. Take Like it or leave it. Yeah, I don't like it. I guess what I would tell you is Joe Mixon's going to get more carries, a lot more carries. Um, he had 237 <laughs> last year. I gave him 265. Yeah, he's probably. Gonna, I mean, he might go more than that. You think he's going to compete with the Zeke in the three hundred range? He might be fucking crazy. No. He'll be there's, hurt. There, there, there's, I mean, compared to Delvin Cook, Delvin Cook, the, the ball's going to go elsewhere on that team. There's Diggs, there's Thielen. The ball, the ball's going to go elsewhere. I, I, I know that AJ Green's still there, but after that, it's really to me just those two. Man, Cincinnati's been one of the worst offenses though, over and over. And Minnesota should be well, Lewis potentially should be top ten. I get that, but then you're you're just fully buying in blind faith. Oh, Taylor and Callahan, these guys are gonna be great. They're gonna be fucking great. Um, I think he's going. He's gonna get that much opportunity. I'm, I have a hard time saying that he's not gonna. Yeah, I got him. At, I'm giving him plenty of opportunity. I got him at 274 carries. I got interestingly enough, as I look at my yards per carry, yeah, I gave Dalvin him? Cook 4.46. I gave Joe Mixon 4.46. Both of them with the same yards per touch, which gives Joe Mixon and his increased opportunity the second most rushing yards in the league at 1,222. More touchdowns than Dalvin Cook as well. But these guys are in similar veins to me. So, like, I'm not... Whatever. I mean, so if, what, well, if, what's your big difference then? Because if you had him at nine touchdowns, right? Because how many I, total? Did you I gave him? Cook seven rushing and nine for Mixon. I gave both of them two receiving touchdowns, and uh, Mixon has a, a an extra hundred yards rushing. Right. So again, the point, the actual point differential, like I said, isn't. Ooh, a whole here's lot. here's another uh, a big difference between the two. I gave Devin Cook five fumbles this year. Huh. Joe Mixon only got two. Are you? Because Cook fumbles the ball. Who's more likely to be injured? In your... Yeah, that's a great question. They're both equally likely to get injured. Has either of them played a full season yet? No. No. It's tough to say, yeah. I mean, neither of them prove that they can handle a whole season workload, so yeah. we got some interesting names coming up here in the next couple, guys. So let's stop talking about Joe Mixon just because... Uh, it's just hard not to, isn't it? It, all, it always fucking comes up. Next up at our consensus, number 11. Uh, this is a... This team was the last team that I statted out running back. Well, it's the second to last because it was so hard to do. This is Todd Gurley. He's at number 11. I have him at my number 11. Wiz also has him as his number 11. You've got him at 12. So we're all pretty much in the same spot. 
And for me, 11 was just, hey, I'm going to hedge my bets a little bit here. I got to take some of the work away and give it to Daryl Henderson. I got to assume the coaches are just going to give him the ball a little bit less. Just to make, he may come in perfectly healthy. And if he does, great. But the coaching staff has to give him the ball less because they're trying to protect him, right? He's still going to be outrageously yes. effective with the ball, but less. Yeah, he's going to be used less. Um, Gurley is the only running back on this list so far that we've actually talked about for the last two years who's ever, I think he averaged over 20 points per game in the last two years. So, so much. And, and that Zeke was the next one at 19, and, and Gurley was at 23.3. So, I mean, this is a wide, I mean, points per game, it's an extra four or five points per game, more than everyone else. I just, mm-hmm. it concerns me what they're talking about, his knee. Yeah, oh yeah, bad. Yeah, I think it's going to affect him in two ways. You got to think it's going to affect him as far as games missed, but also just volume per game. I mean, I think you're crazy to think that's not going to that they're going to give him thirty fucking touches in a game. Yeah, just, there's going to be. I, uh, I mean, there's high likelihood that he just gets what, fifteen ten, touches, ten, ten no, touches some games yeah. because they don't need him. And they don't. They right. want to save him. Oh, bring in Malcolm Brown. Yeah. Bring in Darrell Henderson. Like, oh, please bring him in. We have both of them on our dynasty. Team. You know, we put up, we put him thirty points. Gurley's going to sit on the bench here. And we're, we're, I think we can all agree it's not the talent. It's just everything it's just else. Everything that's, else. Yes, that's the worrisome part. So, of Gurley. so his ADP is running back eleven right now, middle of the second round. So, apparently, About no point there. Apparently, we know what we're doing. Um. All right. So here's. He, he, this is this is one that shocked me when I finished my personal rankings, and I'll try to defend where I put this guy, but I don't know that I can. Our number twelve consensus rank is Damian Williams, Kansas City. Now, uh, Bullfrog, you've got him at 13, 16 for the Wiz, which feels right to me. But when I statted him out, he ended up as the running back number seven. That's hard to say out loud, guys. The running back. Number seven. How the fuck did that happen? Let me let me find him on here and tell you why. Now, I only gave him 176 carries. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about that is, Kansas City running backs right now go for a lot of yards per carry. I gave him 4.8 yards per carry. It puts him at 850 yards. The other thing that happens with the Kansas City Chiefs running back is that they score touchdowns. I got nine for him on the ground and four in the air. 643 receiving yards on 67 carries because the running back position in Kansas City means efficiency. It does because the way Andy Reid calls plays, but more importantly, because defenses are going in there and playing against Patrick Mahomes. And Damian Williams, Kareem Hunt, whoever it is back there, can capitalize on that relatively easily. I was shocked when I saw this, but he's got 13 total touchdowns in my stats, I don't think Carlos Hyde is going to eat into his numbers enough. Uh, Darwin, whatever the fuck his name is, I don't think he's got a chance to eat. Is there a Daryl Williams? There? There's a Daryl Williams. There's a Daryl, I know that. Another brother. It's, uh, and they have one rookie. They cut one of the rookies already, but they had, they had another rookie they drafted really. I expect efficiency and touchdown efficiency, uh, and that put him at my number seven. Am I crazy? Yes. Okay. Idiotic, actually. Yeah. You, you, and considering the, the other names that we've talked about, that you actually rank Damian Williams above them. Mixon, Gordon, come on, Dalvin Cook, on Johnson, oh, all kinda... below Damian Williams in my ra- in my initial rankings. And, let's be clear. I, I would also say we said uh, there was there was a tear break after after the fourth spot. There was a tear break in my mind after uh, Mixon. Ten. Yeah, and I put Gurley actually in his own tier. 
Um, so yeah, then, that, yeah, and then that's to me that right here with with Damian Williams is is, is tier number four. Yeah. Um, I agree with everything that you said. And Andy Reid does a phenomenal job of getting his running backs those open in in those weird slant routes over the middle. Um, I Not just, a ton of work, but if if, if fish, yeah, but I mean, where 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 did like Westbrook ever finish? I mean, Cream Hunt is is, is a unique talent. Westbrook. Damian Williams seemed to be more of a similar running back. Westbrook was good. Was he ever seven? No. no. no but what he didn't have was a Patrick Mahomes to take legitimately nine defenders' attention away from you. Right? A couple things surprised me when I was looking at the stats is that the running backs didn't have as many catches as I thought for Kansas City. They didn't. Hunt only had 26 catches in 11 games. Mm-hmm. That's like two to two and a half a game. But he just happened to score seven fucking touchdowns on 26 catches. That's fucking ridiculous. With a 14 and a half yard average. Hunt had a 14 and a half per catch. Yeah, Damian Williams, baby. Damian Williams, on the other hand, only had 23 catches and his average was only seven. What do you start? His five average games? was only seven yards. You start five yeah, games? His average was only but seven. That's interesting. You said 27 catch. catches in, in, in one of the of 23? 23, but he played 16 games. So 50, he played every so game. 50 Damian Williams? Yeah. Wasn't even on the team 16 games. According to according to Pro Football Reference, or no, Are yeah, you gonna 16 games. Damian Williams <laughs> played 16 games for the Chiefs and started three. Started three, and he had 20-some catches. Yeah. So I gave him 67 catches. That seems a lot. Starting a lot. 16. Yeah. I only projected him at 44 catches. Well, hang on. Seems a little we'll better. see. Wait, let me, but he let did, me. however, he did catch 23 of 24 targets. That's pretty impressive. It's not hard to catch. For a 95% clip. <laughs> so, let me, let, me, let me defend my 67 catches here. Because the Chiefs as a whole, their, their entire running back collection from last year had 79 catches. That's including their fullback, Sherman, Shikandrick West... Darrell Williams, Damian Williams, Spencer Ware, Kareem Hunt as a whole had 79. So Damian Williams started three games for the Chiefs. In those three games, he had four catches, six catches, and seven catches. So he's he's averaging five. five, five. Okay? What's five times 16, Chief? Yeah, if you're playing that. I gave him 67 uh, catches. That's 90. Okay, so I was conservative with what he did when he was on this team. no, 80. Okay. 80. Just saying, just saying. Yeah. I just think. I mean, I don't. I don't in my brain think Damian Williams is a top ten running back. But when I did the stats, that where he en- that's where he ended. We'll see where he ends in my final rankings. He's twelve on our consensus. What, what does that offense do? Does that offense regress in terms of points? It'll have to regress a little bit in terms of points. Yes. What if if Hill is off the field for ten games or a year? Well, I said it when we first talked about Hill being out. I think Damian Williams is one of the guys that would benefit most. Oh, I, I, I would absolutely disagree with you. I think Hill, one thing Hill does is he takes top off of, off of defenses. Yeah, he does that. Um, and Kelsey draws lots of double coverage over the middle. Um, and I think if both of them are on the field, then I think it opens that field up for Damian Williams. I think Damian Williams might put up 60 receptions. What if Tyreek Hill only misses four games? It's not going to happen there, Sunshine. I think, do we make a bet on that yet? What? And t- Terry Kill suspension, which we have no, no control. But I am, it sounds like a good I am bet. not at all interested in making a bet on that. Let's move off Damian Williams because, uh, again, I think I think my my ranking has got to change between now and then. But 
It's the Kansas City Chiefs running back spot. I don't care who it is. Wiz, if you were the Kansas City Chiefs running back, you'd be top 15. Well, I would have 75 catches. I wouldn't drop the ball. You said 95% for I would have 98%. Let's move on to our number 13 consensus back. This is one of your favorites, Wiz. It's Aaron Jones, running back from the Green Bay. One of two running backs from the Green Bay Packers. A Packers team that has said, hey, we're going to do a 50-50 split for these two guys. We got Aaron Jones as our number 13. I ranked him 14. What do you guys have him here? I have his number 18. I put him at number 10, man. He cracked the top 10 for me. Tell me why. That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I I think Aaron Rodgers gets back to his old form. Uh, Just making that offense one of the top offenses in the NFL this season. Matt LaFleur all over it. Well, no, I just think think Rodgers. (laughs) He's a great... I just think Rodgers is, is going to be healthy this year, finally, and, and he's got some shit to prove, man. He's uh, he's kind of been getting talked a little shit about lately, and I think he's ready to... I'm a believer. You guys know me and my little bit of love for Aaron Rodgers' ability, but here's... Here you what, have called him the greatest quarterback of all time yeah, more most, than once in this studio. Yeah, most skilled, absolutely. So here's what I gave you for Aaron Jones, 220 carries. How that's do you guys a, feel about that? That's too many. Too many? To compared to Williams' 112. That's what I went with. 220, 112. Yeah. Too many? It should be 60-40 at most. I went 194 to 108. Okay. Which is 60-40. Yeah, that's too much exact science, so you can't fucking be fucking like statistician 60, like that. More like 60-30. I did, yeah, I mean, I gave him 1,100 yards. Uh, I, probably the receiving is where he got a really big boost. I gave him 64 catches for 512. Uh, nine overall touchdowns for 247 uh, half-point PPR points. Again, I'm a believer in the talent. He's adjusted his diet a little bit, uh, got rid of some of that junk food, getting rid of his little pot belly. I just think he's a much better player than Jamal Williams, so I think the opportunity is going to overtake whatever percentage we think is out there. Here's a fun stat I've got for you. Of all the running backs, I stat it out. Aaron Jones, I gave the highest yards per carry average at 4.94. Thank you. Because that's where he's always... I don't think he's had a season yet under five. I know he hasn't played a ton. Doesn't say last year, not many carries. Had a, hasn't had a ton of touches. And I gave him 190. He had 133 carries last I gave, year. 4.94, the highest out of anybody. Yeah, he's five and a half both years. Yeah. Running the ball for him. Uh, he's very explosive with the ball. That's why you picked him for your two and three and a pink, two and a stink last year. Ten's high, though. He's Just, a, yeah, he's a good running back. I can't see him cracking the top ten. I also, you, I find this very interesting. You both have Carrion Johnson, Lions. And you have know, Aaron Jones. The NFC North. NFC North is a baby. hard. That is yeah. a hard place to put a point. But in they it. do run the ball in that division. Well, traditionally, not the Packers so much. No, nope. Packers D sucks. Yeah, but a lot of that, a lot of his D work's sucks. coming from the receptions. I mean, sixty-four for five hundred, and you know that's that's where you're picking up a lot of those points. I guess my point is, I sure, surely would not want to have to play the Bears defense twice. Minnesota has a good defense. Aaron Jones ran for five. And they're playing. The, they're, they're playing the NFC per touch last year. NFC. So this is kind of where I base some of my stats on Lafleur with the Titans. They they have they average twenty eight and a half carries per game. Hackett um, with the Jags averaged twenty six carries per game. So I ended up giving. I gave the Packers about I think 
27 attempts a game, which was 432, which is nothing special in the NFL these days. Uh, and I gave Rodgers about 50 carries. So when I broke it down, I thought Jones would end up about 220. And then with all the other averages, that's just how it worked out. You know, we've talked about the confer- concerns with Lafleur when Derrick Henry was playing a lot better than Deion Lewis. It took him a while to give him the ball more. He wants to split these two guys up. We also talked about uh, who's going to win this battle between Aaron Rodgers who wants to throw the ball in the red zone versus Lafleur. He said he doesn't want to run the ball. Is what he said. Yeah. So we'll see. I like Aaron Jones. He's a really, really talented back. He could potentially suffer from an opportunity miss. We'll see. Let's move on to the next one. Aaron Jones at number 10 was really high, Bullfrog. I think we can all attest to that. But this next one is this next one is mind-boggling. Our 14th... mind-boggling. It is. This has been stated previously on the show. I know. Our 14th consensus back is Marlon Mack. I've got him at 17. Bullfrog, you've got him down there at 19. Jesus. And Wiz... You ranked Marlon Mack as the number six overall running back this year. Yeah, that, that, that's... Woo! should be... Yeah, you did, we did make a bet that he'd be top, top five. Top five, right. So he's a spot lower than actually what I my bet that's is one. Yeah. Um, the reason I still so think... So much! Let me tell you guys something. Jay, <laughs> Pittsburgh? Who's going to have a better offense? Indianapolis or Pittsburgh? Andy. How about... Minnesota? Probably Andy. Arizona. Andy. Cincy? Yeah, Indianapolis. Okay, so like, to me, there's, I don't see a reason why Marlon, he has either one or the second best offensive lines in the game, and he's got a Hall of Fame quarterback that's behind him. He'll never have eight guys in the box. He put up nine touchdowns last year. It's only going to go up. Yeah, I mean, if he can score 15 on the ground, then fucking Fine. A, he can do it. I but gave him. I don't see that happen. But could he? Fuck yeah, he could because he was getting two touchdowns a game. I gave him 10. Quite a few weeks at the end it's of the wait, season. Wait, I gave how many, him 10 how many on the ground. What, 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 you guys can be reception numbers. Yep. What, where are they? Right here, 20. 19. Based on what? Last year he had three. How many receptions did he have last year? Six? Not very many. He didn't have, he doesn't, he doesn't run routes. That's Naheem Hines' job last year, all year. Things are going to change, buddy. <laughs> I gave Marlon Mack, to your point, the fifth most carries in the league. 4.4 per touch, which is good. 10 touchdowns. He's one of a he handful of guys. He had 17 catches okay. last year. One of the 21 ha- the year before. One of a handful of guys with double-digit rushing touchdowns. I like that. But we talked about this after the end of last season. The thing that almost all of the top 10 guys had in common is a bunch of receptions. It's just yeah. what you have to yeah. have. Especially in half-point PPR. If you're in standard, then maybe Mac bumps up a little bit more there. Just gave nine, I didn't give him any receiving touchdowns. I don't think he, he's maybe had one or two in he his career. He had one last year, one as a rookie. We shall see, folks. I just I think that offense and the offensive line is a lot for him. He got the best guard in the game. I can't. Oh, we can't argue those. We're just we're just feeling that Heinz is going to get too much of the receiving work. But if if that changes, look, I got him. Hey, we were wrong about Zeke last year. You were right. Well. On the receiving aspect. Two questions I have for you in particular. You ranked Aaron Jones high. And the concerns with Aaron Jones is that I just don't think he's going to get enough work to, to merit that. Versus I think Marlon Mack is going to get that many touches that he has the ability to get to six, five, six in that range. I'm not sure Aaron Jones is going to get enough touches to get in the top yeah. ten. Yeah, so, so I've got Mack with the fifth most carries, fourth most yards, Fourth most rushing touchdowns. Absolutely on the ground, this guy's going to be a beast. This sure. year, a stud. 
The only thing, the only thing that keeps him outside that top ten, that top ten for me, is he's just not going to catch the ball. It's just not what he does. He's never done it. There's no reason to believe he's going to so, do it now. Like here, here, yeah. Here's the argument. So receiving wise, my projection is Max scores 32 points receiving in total. Sure. Okay. That's it. With Minnesota and Delvin Cook, 90. 90 points receiving. Right, so a 60-point swing. So that's your... Here, let me tell you where I've... Out of curiosity here, I'm going to tell you where I've got this kid in a standard scoring, non-PPR. I've got Marlon Mack. Oh, he's still a 15th. He's still 15 for me, which is really surprising. It's gonna if 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 your <laughs> if your prediction that. happens, I yes, think it's not. It's I think it's just gonna be more touchdown based. I could he, could he get 30 catches and a score or two? Sure. Yeah. But I think if he goes to the jump of top five, it's gonna be because he to scores be fucking 18 touchdowns or 16 or 15 touchdowns. Which with that offense, 60 points could happen. I'm a, I'm a, Maybe T.Y. gets tackled on the one. Boom. There's a back. lot of guys. T.Y. to the one. Boom. There's a lot of guys back. there. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I mean, Hein just didn't impress me last year, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, he was great. I mean, he struggled a little bit early, but he, he came I mean, like, to me, he's a poor man's Tariq Cohen. Yeah, a little bit of slender. Tariq Cohen. You know who else is a great wide, uh, uh, receiving running back? That'd be, that'd be Paris Campbell. He's basically a running back, right? No. How many? How many of his catches last year in college were screen passes that went That's for all 90, they run anyway for ninety five yards? Yes. Right? I don't think he's going to get him. Well, I mean, we'll see. Again, like you said a minute ago, Bullfrog Zeke took the jump last year in receptions. I don't think the team needs to make Mac catch the ball more. No, I, yeah, I think that's an accurate statement. I mean, Zeke just was going to get those touches regardless. They don't, they don't need Marlon Mack they to get more to touches. That part, that's accurate. They don't need him to do it. All right, let's move on to our number fifteen. Our number fifteen back uh, consensus wise is Avian Bell. I've got him as my number fifteen back. Bullfrog, you've got him. Oh, geez, where the fuck is he? Number yours? six. Number number six. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, Wiz, Wiz, you've got him down there at number 22, so I'm the only level head in the room. I'll let you two duke out the Le'Veon Bell argument. Sick. Why don't you go first? That's a great You got him where he's got Marlon Mack. Yeah, just volume, man. We know he's a two-way running back. We would all agree with that. He's going to get receiving action. He's going to get carries. He's going to get volume. Le'Veon Bell is a volume running back. And I think he can find his way to 10 touchdowns on the season. I'm projecting him pretty high carry, 270. Only wow. four and a half. Only four. Only four and a half per, per, per carry. fucking garbage offense that won't stay on the field. Go ahead. Sorry. Continue. Thank you. <laughs> 1,200 yards, eight year. touchdowns on the ground, 65 catches, 520 for two. 266 on half point PPR points. I, I, I don't know. Adam Gase, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean Adam Gase. That's what I got? Adam Gase is a bit concerning to me. Um, my biggest concern with him is is that he's a bitch. He's not mentally stable. Um, he's fat and shows up on a fucking. He hasn't played in a year, and he doesn't have a Hall of Fame quarterback that's throwing the ball, and doesn't have a Hall of Fame offensive line receivers around him. I mean, to me, it's more about just where he was at and the, and the amount of points that he was able to produce in that position. 
and he's not going to be able to replicate that that same team the amount of points with with the shitty fucking Jets. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think his efficiency is going to go down in every category, but I just think volume is still going to be there for them as long as he's pl- healthy. I mean, he's making so much fucking money. He's going to be their best running back by far. You're going to have to give him the ball. You're a Michigan State fan, correct? Correct. And did you see him play in college? Yes. And what did you think on college? He was pretty good. He, but he was slow and plodding. Yeah, but he and put then he, up numbers. And then he changed when he went to went to Pittsburgh. Well, he lost a little weight. Yep. He slimmed up a little bit. He became got very a little di- better. Be much again, more patient. Like you back. said, a lot of his success has been because of great offensive line play. But the receiving aspect comes into play. If if Darnold can find a way to get him involved in the receiving game, he can still be a productive top ten fantasy running back. That's too much for that's too much for me to believe in the Jets to to produce that. To be honest with you, let me give you the middle ground argument here between the two because that's where I'm at. Right, yeah. I, I got him two thirty, which I think is a lot of volume for a guy on a team that is not going to be able to stay on the field. That's my concern. Sam Darnold's not a very good quarterback. Their offensive line is really really bad. Run blocking, pass blocking, all around. I think they have a really hard time staying on the field. So. To me, 230 carries is a huge volume on that team because there's just not going to be that many offensive plays run. Uh, the other the other two categories where I really ding Le'Veon Bell here is his yards per touch. He went down for me to 3.9, under four yards per carry. Again, comes down to that offensive line and comes down to the quarterback play. When you're playing against somebody who throws a lot of interceptions, who's not very accurate down the field, you're not necessarily concerned about covering the back end. When you're game planning against the Jets this year coming into that, it's going to be game planning against Le'Veon Bell, right? It's the exact opposite of some of the guys that we talked about just past. And I also don't think he's going to get into the end zone very often because, one, they're not going to stay on the field very often, but this team is not going to find themselves in scoring situations very often. Either so I give him seven touchdowns on the ground. All those reasons say, look, he can have all the volume he wants on a team that doesn't have a lot of plays offensively. It's just not going to translate. That's the, I mean, that's something that that Gase has going against him big time. It just doesn't call him. He doesn't get enough plays. Not a lot of plays. Even when he was winning with yeah. Miami, they just don't run plays. I mean, last year the Jets again whole new whole new everything. But I mean, last year the Jets running backs had three hundred and fifty three carries. You don't think Bell could get 270 of those? Well, I don't think in that same situation. This year, I mean Isaiah Crowell was averaging four and eight, four point eight a carry, four point eight per carry. He scored six scores I, in six starts. I, six I, I on the ground. Six. I, I, Maybe I, I could get eight. I, I, Maybe I, I could get eight. I put McGuire in, my, in the top fifty. I think I was the only one that did. You did. Um, I think he's going to steal some some of those carries. McGuire averaged three per carry. Remember the new rule? You got to take a shot every time you mention Elijah McGuire after last year's. <laughs> that's, that's what you created. Um, it's a great rule. I, just not, it's an, I can't believe you put him at six. It's just too high. It's just where the stats it, fell. You know, look, we were talking about Marlon Mack in the previous one, right? Like I, Marlon Mack was actually a, probably about ten for me, but because we made that bet, I just felt like I had to put him up at close to where I had him. Let um, me ask. Let me ask you what's crazier with. Is it is it crazier for him to list Bell, a, a New York Jet Levy on Bell at Absol- six? Absolutely. Or for me to list Damian Williams at seven? Mm, Bell. Oh, wow. That's, that's a, fall, talk about a fall from grace. Well, isn't it the same, same argument? Is it crazier to list Bell at six or Merle Mack at six? 
Bell probably. Right. Well, Bell's the only T- one of the team. three that's done it. No, no, you're it's not wrong. Team, it's team. But the I team. The Bell's twenty-seven years old. three of those guys. Hey, it's we, a team. Yeah, it's but we, team. we Ezekiel Elliott proved two years ago on a shitty fucking offense he could finish as a top five running back. Yeah, he did it because of volume. Sure. Zeke and Bell so are not the same I'm, running backs though. Not anymore. Yeah, I mean he's twenty-seven years old. I, I, he hasn't played in a year. Exactly. Maybe he's fresh. He, he, might be, he might be. He might be CJ Anderson. Or, or he's twenty five years. Yeah, twenty five pounds heavier. But again, in that, I mean, once you get out of that four, man, again, from five to fifteen, is a big. Yeah. Any of those guys could jump up to the five or six hole. Yeah. Literally, Marlon Mack, sure could. Yep. Damian Williams, yep, sure could. Le'Veon Bell, yeah, fuck yeah, he could, sure. That's just the way my stats fell out, and I wasn't going to change it, man. We are, <laughs> fuck it. As a reminder to listeners, these are our initial rankings. These will change as offseason go on, training camps get started, uh, preseason games get done. These are not going to be those stats that we use to define who's best at this. As a reminder, you should at this point probably be listening to Wiz. He he did better than us at the running back. Uh, yeah, I did. At running he back? Was, he run running backs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. At the running back. So maybe Marlon Mack is a stud. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> We're going to do 16 through 30 next week. Quick rundown, just a reminder um, of our top 15. Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, CMC, round out your tier one. Number five is James Conner, then David Johnson, Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook, Carrion Johnson, Joe Mixon. That's our top ten. Todd Gurley, Damian Williams, Aaron Jones, Marlon Mack, and Le'Veon Bell. That's top 15, our consensus rankings initially. We'll get back to you in two weeks with the next 15. If you want to see all 50 of our top 50 consensus running back ranks, visit our website, yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. Uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, check out the show, subscribe, leave reviews. Bullfrog, do you have a lesson of the day? Or are you too busy My lesson drinking of the your hard Italian is that soda? I have raging boner what? for the NFC North running backs this year. As previously mentioned by Big Wiz, with me ranking Cook, number five, KJ... <laughs> Number nine, Aaron Jones. Number ten, you in the NFC North? Are you, is that a homer call on your part? <sighs> Again, I I did the research the same for every team, statistic wise, how I played it out. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. All right, guys, go ahead and fuck off. We'll see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com.